Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, I praise you, Lord. I praise your holy name. Lord, I praise your holy name. Lord, I praise your Amen, everyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we are going to read in Exodus 29, chapter 29. Oh, sorry, that's my mistake, everyone. <laughs> We're reading in Genesis 29. We're jumping the gun today. <laughs> okay, let's reiterate. We are going to be reading in Genesis 29. Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east. And he looked and behold, a well in the field, and lo, 
there were three flocks of sheep laying by it. For out of that well, they watered the flocks, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth. And thither were all the flocks gathered, and they rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the sheep, and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in his place. And Jacob said unto them, My brethren, which be, he, be ye? And they said, Of Haran are we. And he said unto them, Know ye Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And behold, Rachel his daughter cometh with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should be gathering together. What are ye the sheep, and go and feed them? And they said, We cannot until all the flocks be gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth. Then we water the sheep. And while he yet spake with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep she kept them and it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel the daughter of Laban his mother's brother and the sheep of Laban his mother's brother that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban his mother's brother and Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up her voice and wept I'm sorry, and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. And he told Laban all these things. Laban said to him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brothers, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah. And the name of the younger was Rachel. Now Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-flavored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve three, three, seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they Okay. Um, I'm going to go back up to 17 because I realize I made an error here. Uh, no, 18. He served, he said he would serve for the uh, seven years. Uh, and Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee 
seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. So, you know, that he was basically courting her to that time. Um, and Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to him. And he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zippah, his maid for a handmaid, uh, his maid for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shall serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so and fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, Bilhah, his handmaiden, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel. And he loved also Rachel more than Leah and served with him yet seven other years. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was bound. And Leah conceived and bared a son, and she called his name Reuben, for she said, Surely the Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord hath heard that I was hated, he hath therefore given me this son also. And she called him Simeon. And she conceived again and bare the son and said, Now this time will my husband be joined unto me, because I have bore him three sons, therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again. And she conceived again and bared a son. And she said, Now will I praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah and left bearing. And when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was kindled 
against Rachel. And he said, Am I in God's stead who hath withheld from thee the fruit of the womb? And she said, Behold my maiden, my maid, Bella, go into her, and she shall bear upon my knee, that I may also have children by her. And she gave him Bella, her handmaid to wife. And Jacob went in unto her. And Bella conceived and bare Jacob a son. And Rachel said, God hath judged me, and hath also heard my voice, and hath given me a son. Therefore call she his name Dan. And Bella, Rachel's maid, conceived again and bare Jacob a second son. And Rachel said, With great wrestling have I wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. And she called her name Naphtali. <laughs> now when Rachel saw that she had left Mary, she took Zephyr, her maid, She took Zephyr, her maid, and gave her Jacob to wife. And Zephyr, Leah's maid, bare Jacob's a son. And Leah said, A troop cometh. And she called his name Gad. And Zephyr, Leah's maid, bare Jacob a second son. And Leah said, Happy am I, for the daughters will call me blessed. And she called his name Asher. And Reuben went in the days of wheat and harvest and found mandrakes in the field and brought them unto his mother Leah. And then Rachel said to Leah, Give me, I pray thee, of thy son's mandrakes. And she said unto her, it is a small matter that thou hast taken my husband, and wouldest thou take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, Therefore, he shall lie with thee in the night for thy son's mandrakes. And Jacob came out of the field in the, in the evening, and Leah went out to meet him and said, Thou must come in unto me, for surely I have hired thee with my son's mandrakes. And he laid with her that night. And God hearkened unto Leah, and she conceived and bare Jacob, the fifth son. And Leah said, God hath given me my hire, because I have given my maiden to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again and bare Jacob and the seventh son. And Leah said, God hath endured me with a good dowry. Now will my husband dwell with me because I have borne him six sons. And she called him his name, Zubalah. And afterwards she bare a daughter and called her Dinah. And God remembered Rachel, 
and God hearkened to her and opened her womb, and she conceived and bare a son, and said, God hath taken away my reproach. And she called her his name Joseph, and said, The Lord shall add to me another son. And it came to pass when Rachel had born Je uh, Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away that I may go unto my own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served thee, and let me go, for thou knowest my service, while I have gone thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. And he said, Appoint me thy wages, and I will give it. And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. For it was little which thou hast before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord has blessed thee since thy coming. And now, when shall I prove uh, when shall I provide for my own household also? And he said, What shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. And I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteous answer for me in the time come, when it shall come for my hire before thy face. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats, and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to thy word. And he removed that day uh, the he goats that were ring uh, that were ring stalked and spotted, and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted, and every one that had some white in it and all the brown among the sheep, and gave them into the hands of his sons. And he set three days' journey twixt him and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. And Jacob took his rod of green, uh, of green poplar, and of the hazel and chestnut tree, and peeled white, um, sorry, uh, lost my place here, and peeled white stra uh, strakes in them, and made the white appear which was in the rod, 
And he set the rods which he had peeled uh, before this flock in the gutters in the watering troughs. When the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rod and brought forth cattle, bring stacks, speckled and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs and set the faces of the flocks towards the ring sack and all the brown in the flock of Laban. And he put his own flock by themselves and put them not into Laban's cattle. And it came to pass, whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive that um, Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feeble were Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and manservants and maidservants and camels and asses. Okay, I just want to say uh, very quickly here, one of the things that we're noticing, uh, first of all, a division was made by Laban between his two daughters. And because of the laws of the land, um, and rather than Laban explaining it to Jacob, he tricked him. Um, their laws were that an older daughter had to be married before the younger daughter. This is what he said. And so he tricked him by setting Leah in uh, the place of, uh, in the place of Rachel. And so he ended up sleeping with uh, Leah rather than Rachel, and then having to work another seven years for Rachel. That in itself was an issue. But then he compromised the issue even more because his older daughter really did not like the fact that the younger daughter was getting married before her. That was one issue. And then the fact that she was, of course, prettier than her. And she felt as though, even though her father had tricked him, that he was her husband because he had married her first. Now, on the other hand, Rachel was fear, feeling like, no, that's my husband. He was in love with me, not with you. Dad did a despicable thing and snuck you in, okay? Now, <clears throat> if that wasn't bad enough, then the jealousy and the, and the bickering between the two start. Uh, Leia has uh, children right off the bat, and Rachel's wound is closed. Um, and Ray, uh, Leia takes this to be uh, an omen that the Lord has heard her suffering. 
and that he has given her these children. Um, and she's feeling now that she's, uh, she's getting her husband's attention, even though she knows that he is in love with her sister, Rachel. Now, on the other side of this, okay, Rachel is feeling a bit unhappy because she can't have any children. So she's assuming it's her husband who's uh, doing this. And, of course, it's not him. And he lets her know, this has nothing to do with me. This is between you and the Lord. So, of course, she does just like Sarah did. She decides she's going to give her maiden to her husband so that she can have children through her maid. And, of course, again, now Leah's feeling a bit out of sorts, and she hands her maid over, okay? Now, we have two innocent women here who are handmaidens who really don't have any uh, choice in the matter because they're bought property, and so they have to do whatever they are told to do. Um, and so that's quite a, quite a problem there. Um, then you have uh, where Laban himself is trying to uh, get Jacob to stay, and he realizes Jacob isn't going to stay. And Jacob realizes the situation that he has to go. Uh, and so he decides he's just going to leave. But, you know, Laban is pulling on him. No, no, stay, stay. So he makes a deal with him. But he's smart enough to realize uh, how the deal, how to make this deal so that he will come out the, the benefic more beneficial than Laban will. And so trickery is all around. He learned, he has, from, from taking care of the flock, he has learned how to get the flock to mate uh, and have offspring. And he's using that to his best defense so that he will have many flock and Laban will not. There is a lot of trickery and jealousy in this story, a lot of backbiting. Um, and because of that, um, you know, you talk about uh, generational curses and talk about um, you know, when you do something, there's repercussions to come. Uh, now, remember, Rachel had Joseph and one other child, which we're going to get into in a few minutes. Um, all of these children that we are reading about. Each one goes, has their ordeal. However, uh, Joseph really had uh, an ordeal. 
um, as we will read uh, soon. Uh, Rachel, more or less, you could say, uh, kind of had a had a hand in that because of her her. Um, because of her lie. See, things come back to roost in the future. Okay, I just want you to remember this story because it has a lot to do with uh, the coming uh, of these children as they grow up in life and what they, uh, what happens. Okay, we're going to move on into chapter 31. Um, and he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not towards him as before. And the Lord said unto Jacob, Return unto your land of thy father and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. And Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field unto his father, and said unto them, I see your father's countenance, that it is not towards me as before, but God my God of my father hath been with me, and he know that with all my power I have served your father, and your father hath deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God suffered him not to hurt me. Now, again, see craftiness, lies, shiftiness was rooted in that family. Just wasn't the father, but the daughters too were involved in in this. Um, Lies and envy and deceit. Okay. Um, if a uh, 31 8, if he said thus, the speckle shall be thy wages, then all the cattle bear speckle. And if he said thus, the ring stacks shall be their hire, then bear all the cattle ring sacks. Thus God hath taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. And it came to pass at the time that the cow conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. And behold, the rams which leaped upon the cattle were ring sacks, speckled, and grizzled. And the angel of the Lord spoke unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I said, Here am I. And he said, Lift up now thy eyes and see all the rams which leap upon the cattle are ringside, speckled, and grizzled. For I have seen all that Laban doeth unto thee. I am the God of Bethel, where thou anointed the pillow, and where thou vowedest a vow unto me. Now rise and get thee out of the land and return unto the land of thy kindred. Okay. And Rachel and Leah answered and said unto him, 
Is there yet any portion of inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not counted of him strangers? For he hath sold us and hath quick devoured also our might and quietly devoured. Okay, so you see the, the trickery and the lies that are here. Um, they There is no honor there. I mean, it, most children don't really want to leave home. They, you know, prefer to stay with their parents unless there's a unless there's an issue with the parent and the child. Uh, especially back then, you know, children and the parents uh, stayed with each other, stayed around each other. These young ladies were like, well, our dad gave, sold us, not gave us, but sold us. And so, and left us no money. So, you know, what, what, what is, why should we stay here? Okay, for all the riches which God hath taken from our Father that is ours and our children. Now then, whatsoever God hath said unto thee, do. Then Jacob rose up and set his sons and his wives upon camels. And he carried away all his cattle and all his goods which he had gotten. The cattle of his Gettings, which he had gotten of Pandaram for to go to Isaac, his father, in the land of Canaan. And Laban went to shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the images that were her father's. See? Rachel went, instead of just leaving, she goes and steals from her own father. And Jacob stole away unawares to Laban, the Syrian, in that he told him not that he fled. So he fled with all that he had, and he rose up and passed over the river and set his face towards Mount Gilead. And it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob was fled and he took his brethren and him and persuaded and pursued it after him seven days journey. And he overtook him in the Mount of Gilad. And God came to Laban, the Syrian, in a dream by night and said unto him, Take heed that thou speak not to Jacob either good or bad. Then Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the Mount of Laban with his brethren pitched in the Mount of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, what hast thou done that thou hast stolen away unawares to me and carried away my daughters as captives taken with the sword? Wherefore didst thou flee away secretly and steal away from me and didst not tell me that I might have sent thee away with myrrh and with song, with, with tabaret and with harp, and hast not suffered me to kiss my sons and my daughters. Thou hast now done foolishly in so doing. It is in the power of my hand to do you hurt, 
but the God of your father spake unto me yesterday, saying, Take thou heed that thou speak not to Jacob, either good or bad. And now though thou wouldest need be gone, because thou so longest after thy father's house, yet wherefore hast thou stolen my God? And Jacob answered and said to him, Laban, because I was afraid, for I said, Preadventure thou wouldest take by force thy daughters from me, with whomsoever thou findest thy God. Let him not live before our brethren discern that what is thine with me and take it to thee. For Jacob knew not that Rachel had stolen them, and Laban went into Jacob's tent. So you see, Jacob spoke out what he felt in his heart to be true that he had not, and no one else had taken these things, but he did not know the nature of his wives. Even though he had lived there with them and their father, he really didn't um, see it in his wives. And that's, that's the thing when you're, um, when you're around your loved ones, the ones that's closest to you, you don't see their flaws and their faults until they're pointed out to you. And, you know, of course, then it's too late um, because, you know, you have kind of put yourself in it, not realizing, uh, not realizing the, the person's makeup. And into Leah's tent and into the two maidservants' tent, but he found them not. Then went he out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now, Rachel had taken the images and put them in the camel's furniture and set upon it. And Laban searched all the tent, but found them not. And she said to her father, Let it not displease my Lord that I cannot rise up before thee, for the custom of women is upon me. And he searched, but found not the images. And Jacob was wroth and corroded with Laban. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that thou hast so hotly pursued after me? Whereas thou hast searched all my stuff, what hast thou found of all thy household stuff? Set it here before my brethren and thy brethren, that they may judge betwixt us both. This twenty years have I been with thee, thy ewes, and they, she goats, have not cast their young, and the rams of the flock have I not eaten. That which was torn of beast I brought not unto thee. I bear the loss of it, of my hand didst thou require it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus I was in the day of the drought consuming, and the frost of night, and my sheep departed, and my sleep, excuse me, departed from my eye. 
Thus have I been twenty years in thy house. I served thee fourteen years for thy two daughters and six years for thy cattle. And thou hast changed my wages ten times. Except the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely thou hadst sent me away, now empty. God hath seen my affliction and the labor of my hands, and rebuked thee yesternight. And Laban answered and said unto Jacob, These daughters are my daughters, and these children are my children, and these cattle are my cattle. What can I do this day unto these many daughters, or unto their children, which they have borne? Now therefore come thou, and let us make a covenant. I and thou, and let it be for a witness between me and thee. And Jacob took a stone and set it up for a pillar. And Jacob said unto his brother, Gather stones. And they set stones and made a heap. And they did eat there upon the heap. And Laban called it Jergesahalur. Okay. Okay, we're going to try to pronounce this again. Jigasahaduza. Jigasahaduza. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But Jacob called it Gilad. And Laban said, This heap is a witness between me and thee this day. Therefore was the name of it called Gilad. And Mr. for he said, The Lord watch between me and thee when we are absent one from another. If thou shalt afflict my daughters, or if thou shalt take another, take other wives besides my daughters, no man is with us. See, God is witness betwixt me and thee. And Laban said to Jacob, Behold, this heap, and behold, this pillar, which I have cast betwixt me and thee, this heap be witness, and this pillar be witness, that I will not pass over this heap to thee, and that thou shalt not pass over this heap and this pillar unto me for harm. The Lord, the God of Abraham and the God of Ahor, the God of their father, judge betwixt us. And Jacob, aware by the fear of his father Isaac, and Jacob swore, I'm sorry, by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered sacrifices upon the mount and called his brethren to eat bread. And they did eat bread and tarry all night in the mount. And early in the morning, Laban rose up and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. And Laban departed and returned unto his place. Okay, so as we see here, um, 
they made a pact uh, not to uh, fight each other or have any animosity towards each other. Um, meanwhile, uh, Leia still has the her father's idols. So let's see what comes about with this. And Jacob went on his way, and the angel of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, and when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host. And he called the name of this place Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Ezu, his brother, unto the land of Syria, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my Lord Israel. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses and flocks and maid servants and women servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find grace in thy sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, He came to thy brother Issue, and also he cometh to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him, and the flocks, and the herds, and the camels into two bands, and said, If Issue comes to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord will say unto me, Kinder, and I will deal well with thee. And I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies, of all the truths which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Israel, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. And thou sayest, I will surely do three good and make thy seed as the sands of the See which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there that same night and took up uh, and took of that which came to his hand a present from Israel his brother, two hundred she goats and twenty he goats and two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty milched camels. Okay, 30 mulch camels and three colts, 40 kine and 10 bulls, 20 she-asses and 10 foals. And he delivered them into the hands of his servant 
every drove by themselves and said unto his servant, Pass over before me and put a space betwixt drove and drove. And he commanded that foremost, saying, When is you, my brother, needest thee? And asked thee, saying, Whose art thou? And whither thou go thou? And who are those before thee? Then thou shalt say, They, then thy servant Jacob, in his presence sent unto my Lord issue. And behold, also he is behind us. And so command he the second and the third, and all the following that drove, saying, On this manner shall we speak unto Israel when ye find him. And say ye, moreover, behold, thy servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the presence that goes before me, and afterwards I will see his face preadventure. He will accept for me. So went the present over before him and himself lodged that night in the company, and he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone, and they wrestled a man with him until the break of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou hast power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou doest ask after my name? And he blessed him therefore. And Jacob called the name of the place Perneal, for I have seen God's face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not the sinew which shank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh until unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shank. Okay, and Jacob, chapter 33, and Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Israel came, and with him 400 men, and he divided the children unto Leah and unto Rachel and unto two handmaidens. And he put the handmaidens and their children foremost, 
and Leah and her children after, and Rachel and Joseph hit, hit most. And he passed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near his brother. And as you ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, Who are those with thee? And he said, The children which God has gracious, graciously given thy servant. Then the handmaids came near, they and their children, and they bowed themselves. And Leah also with her children came near and bowed themselves and after came Joseph near and Rachel and they bowed themselves and he said what meanest thou by all these droves which I met and he said these are to find grace in the sight of my Lord and then she said I have enough my brother keep that thou has unto thyself and Jacob said nay I pray thee if I now have found grace in thy sight and received my presence in my hand. For therefore I have sent thy face as thou, I have seen the face of God and thou wouldest please with me. Take, I pray thee, my blessings that is brought to thee because God hath dealt graciously with me and because I have enough. And he urged him, and he took it. And he said, let us take our journey, and let us go, and I will go before thee. And he said unto him, my Lord knoweth the children are tender, and the flocks and the herds with young are with me. And if men should overdrive them one day, all the flocks would die. Let my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before his servants. And I will lead on softly according as the cattle that goeth before me and the children be able to endure until I come unto my Lord, unto Sir. And as you said, let me now leave with thee some of the folk that are with me. And he said, what needeth it? Let me find grace in sight of my Lord. So Israel returned that day on his way unto Sir. And Jacob journeyed to Sukkot and built him a house and made boots for his cattle. Therefore, the name of the place is called Sukkot. 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 And Jacob came to uh, Shalim, Salim, a city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padaram and pitched his tent before the city. And he bought a parcel of field, which he had uh, spread his tent at the hand of the children of Hamar, Shechem father, for a hundred pieces of money. And he erected there a altar and called it El Eloi, El Eloi, Israel.
And that had the daughter of Leah, which she uh, bare unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when, when Shik, uh, Shikam, the son of Hamor, high type prince of the country, saw her, he took her and laid with her and defiled her. And his uh, soul clave unto Donna, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the damsel and spake kindly unto the damsel. And Shechem spake unto his father, Hamor, saying, Get me this damsel forth to wife. And Jacob heard that he had defiled Donna, his daughter, and now his sons were with his cattle in the field. And Jacob held his peace until they were coming. And Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out unto Jacob to commune with him. And the sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard it. And the men were grieved, and they were very wroth because he had, he had wrought folly in Israel and laying with Jacob's daughter, which thing ought not to be done. And Hamor communed with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longeth for your daughter. I pray you give her him to wife, and make ye marriage with us, and give your daughters unto us, and take our daughters unto you. And ye shall dwell with us, and the land shall be before you dwell, and trade ye therein, and get your possessions therein. And Shechem said unto his father and unto his brother, Let me find grace in your eyes, and what ye see saith unto me I will give. Ask me never so much dowry and gift, and I will give accordingly, as ye shall, add, as ye shall say unto me, but give me the damsel to wife. And the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamar, his father, deceitfully and said, because he had defiled Donna, their sister. And they said unto them, we cannot do this thing uh, to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised, for that were a reproach unto us. But in this will we said unto thee, if ye will be as we be, that every male of you be circumcised. And um, then will we give our daughters unto you, and we will take your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if ye will not hearken unto us to be circumcised, then will we take our daughter, and we will be gone. And their words pleased Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. And the young man deferred not to do the thing, uh, because he had delighted in Jacob's daughter. And he was more honorable than all the house of his father. And uh, Hamor and Shechem, his son, came into the gate of the city and communed with the men of the city, saying, 
These men are peaceable with us. Therefore, let them deal in the land and trade therein, for the land, behold, is large enough for them. And let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters only. Uh, herein will the men consent unto us for to dwell with us, to be one people. If every male among us be circumcised as they are circumcised, shall not their cattle and their substance and every beast of theirs be ours? Only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us. And unto Hamar and unto Shechem his sons, and all that went out of the gate of the city, and every male was circumcised, all that went out of the gate of the city. And it came to pass on the third day, when they were sore, that two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Donna's brothers, took each man his sword and came upon the city boldly, and slew all the males, and they slew Hammer and Shechem and his son with the edge of the sword, and took Donna out of Shechem's house and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain and spoiled the city, because they had defiled their sister. They took their sheep and their oxen and the asses, and that which was in the city, and that which was in the field, and all their wealth, and all their little ones, and their wives took they captive, and spoiled even all that was in the house. And Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites, the Pesarites, among, um, and I, being few in number, they shall gather themselves together against me and slay me, and I shall be destroyed, I and my house. And they said, Should he deal with our sister as with a harlot? Okay, chapter 35. And God said to Jacob, Arise and go to Bethel and dwell there, and make thee an altar unto God that appears unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Israel thy brother. Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that therein with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. And let us rise and go to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto God who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hands and all the earrings which were in their ears Jacob hid them under the oak, which was by Shechem. And they journeyed, and the terror of God was upon the city that were around about them. 
and they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan, that is Bethel, he and all the people that were with them. And he built them an altar and called this place Elbethel, because there God appeared unto him when he fed, when he fled from the face of his brother. But Deborah Rebecca's nurse died, and she was buried beneath Beth, Bethel, Bethel under an oak, and the name of it was called Aloni Bachuth. And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padaram and blessed him. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply, a nation and a company of nations. Shall be a thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. And the land which I gave Abraham Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed after thee, which I give the land. And God went up from him in the place where he talked with him. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him, even a pillar of stone. And he poured a drink offering thereon, and he poured oil thereon. And Jacob called the name of this place where God spake unto him Bethel. And they journeyed from Bethel, and there was but a little way to come to Ephrath. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor. And it came to pass when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, thou uh, thou have this son also. And it came to pass as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called her, <clears throat> called his name Beoni, but his father changed him. I'm sorry, but his father called him Benjamin. <clears throat> And Rachel died and was buried in the way to Ephrath, which is Bethlehem. And Jacob said, a pillar upon her grave, that is the pillar of Rachel's grave until this day. And Israel journeyed and spread his tent upon the tower of Edom. And it came to pass when Israel dealt it in the land that Reuben went. Uh, Reuben went and laid with Bela, his father's concubine. And Israel heard it. And now the sons of Jacob were twelve. The sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, C 
Simeon and Levi and Judah and Issachar and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, the sons of Bellah, Rachel's handmaiden, Dan and Naphtali, and the sons of Ziphah, Leah's handmaiden, Glad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob, which were born to him in Padaram. And Jacob came unto Isaac his father, <clears throat> unto Madrid, unto the city of Arabath, which is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac sojourned. And the land of Isaac, where a hundred and four, and sorry, and the days of Isaac were a hundred and four score years. And Isaac gave up the ghost and died, and was gathered unto his people, <clears throat> beginning old and full of days. And his son, Isu, and Jacob buried him. <sighs> okay. We're going to stop there uh, today. So, you see what all the things that uh, Jacob did to his brother turned around and escalated on him. Um, and he didn't escape anything. He Everything he did, he had to pay. He had to pay a price for what he had done to him. And then he had to uh, deal with the things that was going on in his life <clears throat> with his father-in-law and his wives. <clears throat> um, so this should be a lesson to everyone. When you do something, there is a penalty to pay. There's always... You, a repercussion. If you don't see it now, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It usually turns up what comes about when you're not expecting it. Okay? All right, everyone. Uh, let's bow our heads and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. And I pray that it's been a blessing to someone who is out there listening in. And I thank you, Almighty God, for your help today in this word. I ask, Lord, that you continue to further our learning and reveal as and reveal to us as much as we need, if not more. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for your warring and guardian angels around us, watching over us and keeping us. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, again today for giving us this word to sup with. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yeshua Meshach. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Mr. McMillan saying have a blessed evening and good night.